Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast, The Two Mics with Kelvin and Charles. Hi guys, my name is Charles, welcome to this podcast as well. Look forward to an interesting conversation with you, Moretti. Definitely, we'll discuss everything and we hope that we'll be very factual, we'll try to be as factual as possible. Like, we want to have as as much as fun as possible as we discuss global issues and trying to relate them to the Kenyan, um, you know, reality. And of course, we want to get inputs from you guys on things that you can discuss and feedback on things that we've discussed. And whenever we have not factual enough, please call us out. What? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's not listening. He's texting his girlfriend, Charles. Okay, okay. So our player. Thank you so much, Charles. So, yeah, Moretti, you can introduce yourself. Unajua? It's called Katasi Moretti. <laughs> you, you wait. You wait until you are told to speak. When well, you're boring, I, I don't know. I don't want our listeners sleeping on our first episode, Charles. It's fine. Hmm? Okay. <laughs> speak now, Moretti. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Charles, for that underwhelming introduction. Uh, my name is Kelvin Moretti. And um, I'm really excited to actually begin this journey of. Um, you know, sharing things that we, we discuss. We, me and my friend here, we are always um, arguing about things and we thought, hmm, what is a better way than to share our craziness with the rest of the world? And hopefully, they'll give us some of their money. <laughs> Obviously, Do not podcasts yet. make money with them? We're not making money, Charles. <laughs> but so guys can use it to make I money. Know you, I know you and I employed right now, but Charles, let's not uh, milk money from the public. COVID-19 can use every chance to make money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So guys, if you are listening to this, number Mpesa iko hapo chini. anyway, maybe she should get an Mpesa tier or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, good idea So today we are discussing um I want to say the middle class spending and middle class in quotes spending in Nairobi and what sparked um the discussion today is um I came in late for the podcast you we were supposed to begin uh, at three, and I came in at six thirty, and it's because I was doing some shopping with a friend of mine in town. And so when I came in, and they saw sub, some price tag on one of the pieces of clothes, they started attacking me and insinuating that I'm wasting money. And so definitely now that is what is going to inform the discussion for today, and we are going to discuss and see if indeed um, uh, we are wasting money. And Charles, you had a theory about why I'm spending money like like I am. Moretti, I'm not going to go into that theory so much. I'll just say that there are interesting trends in how people spend money. Um, so they're just trends that I've picked up. I, it's controversial, so let me not go into it, Moretti, right now. Is the, exactly. reason, the reason I bashed Moretti is because I've known him for, a couple, for so many years. So it's interesting when you see someone like I, I know where he shops. I know the places, the kinds of places he shops. Where? So, no, do you want me to go into details, Murat? Go yes, ahead. Yes. So yeah. So you know, in campus we used to, we were roommates, Murati um, and I. Okay, not not I, because well, I wasn't working at Unilever. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, Murati used to be. You, you, I, I like your sense of fashion, Murati. I think everyone tells you Thank that. You. Um, I think you go out of your way. Uh, Okay, don't go out of my way, Charles. It just happens. Oh, yeah, it so, just happens. Yeah, For people like me, you know, we just... We like, have to we, put in effort. Yeah, we yeah. have to put in effort. We A lot of effort, like, I yeah. Uh, yeah, so we also, we've also had some episodes where, you know, we've had to fight about clothes details, and stuff like details. that. Uh-huh. 
but um the guy who has seen you go shopping at uh, Gikosh a really good place i like uh Isilia like they are very very good places so it's, it's it's interesting to see this the evolution of Moreti you know LCY Kiki and stuff like that and there's nothing wrong with it Moreti there's nothing wrong it's just that when you someone like me when i when i make those decisions i ask myself a lot of questions questions so yeah so why the need mm-hmm. um yeah like you see you know, the people who compare such places and you know they think about how i can buy a trouser here i can buy a shirt here can, and cause, i agree because i see these good places yeah. but this was the aspect of um yeah do you have like you you might have all the money do you have to spend all that money and things like that i agree with you and you know even as we is the most expensive place There are more expensive places you, you, you <laughs> so could go should, So I should go to the more expensive places no, to answer your point. No, I'm just saying. Crumbling. I'm just um, saying when, when, when I, I would like to know, Moretti, let me, let me put this in. Let me, let me organize my thoughts here. Moretti, what informs your decision when you're going to buy something somewhere? And okay. you, at the back of my mind, no, not just at the back of my mind, I just want us to be clear that I'm not against where you shop, Moretti. Okay, okay. Your choice, your clothes, your choice. What? What? How, how does it go? <laughs> your money, your choice? My body, my choice. No, 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 no. Your body, your choice. <laughs> uh, you know, but when you when you want to shop, I wouldn't like you to think like what would Charles do. Okay, fine. But what goes on, what goes on in the back of your head when you say I'm going to go to this place to shop today and yeah, things like that. You in, see, inform us, Moretti. You see, um, Charles, it is true that uh, when I was in campus, I used to go to Gikomba and I used to go to Muthura and. Um, So there there are a few things there are a few things that I think it's important that we take stock of and um definitely there is room for how you th- there is room and space for checking how you're spending your money and what I would say is that at every level there is a context that informs your spending habits and this is not to say that um Uh, uh this is not to say that Gikomba is a bad place this is not to say uh that um all these other places are bad but now the thing is um as you move on with life for example now there is a place i'm sure there's a kibanda you used to go to back in when you're in college that you didn't go to today it's not because that place has as but people kind of move and um again now the other question becomes when you talk about wasting money Um the question becomes how it, what informs how someone spends money and and my argument would be um if the person that is spending money is financially prudent if um say I'm spending um just a small fraction of my income on my clothing uh remember first of all Charles for one to be able to go to Gikomba and all these other places there's a lot of effort that is has to be put in place um uh you gikomba is deep inside you know the place i used to go to is a journey it's right also, it's also burnt right now sorry it's also also but my point is it's a journey okay there are inconveniences that come with that there's even the covid situation that comes with that but my my point is um if i'm able to conveniently be able to shop um around me in a manner that does not cost me to spend my income um i would say uh wastefully 
I do not necessarily see a problem with that in, in the sense that because you have to look at it tells from the point of view of the level of income. I, I, I'm just I'm, I'm not in any way I hope this doesn't come out uh, in I hope it's not coming out as um <laughs> I'm not the one who said it, Moeti. Okay. However, in, uh, no, 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 in, in, no. In, 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 maybe, maybe, maybe. I, let me clarify. Let me clarify what I mean. What I mean is, um, say the same shirt, I would be able to get it at half price if I went to Isili, for example. But now, when you look at the 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 effort that has to be put in to go to that place and the risk with the COVID situation and all that, and not even, not even just with the COVID situation, but generally, if you're able to spend money uh remember there is a certain portion of your income uh for you to be financially prudent that you're supposed to spend on certain and certain things a piece of clothing is not something that you're buying every day right mm-hmm. it's not something that you're buying every day yeah so if i'm uh, if i'm eating spending all my money going to abangome every day that is wastage of money right but on a piece of clothing that you that you buy every now and then um I do not necessarily see it as waste. Really, for a person with a very good sense of fashion, who I know would, uh, if you spotted a good tie next week, mm-hmm. I'm sure you'd go for it, right? If, if I don't wear ties, so <coughs> I wouldn't. Not, not a tie. Let me let me say a pair of shoes or uh, a shirt that you really like and you don't have it in your collection and it really match with something that you have, or even a what what is it called that those coffees and. So, like you have a good collection there's something there's i think there's a heart you usually mm-hmm. so yeah so you usually have this good sense of fashion mm-hmm. and so i can assume that you also have you also close us some of those things that can trigger your impulsiveness your impulsive buying mm-hmm. side of you mm-hmm. so how do you how do you deal with that you see um the good thing and that's what i'm <coughs> saying charles every form of spending that you're doing must be in, informed by your level of income and i believe that this is an issue that the quote unquote middle class in nairobi um doesn't happen uh, doesn't have locked for example i'll give you a very practical example when you look at right now the 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 cars that are selling nyanyas everybody's these days have become a vegetable vendor by the roadside on the back of their cars and these are uh, i was talking to anuba guy who was telling me now these are people who um or these are ubers that are no longer getting an income from you know due to the covid situation and now they are trying to monetize it and get some money out of it and again you see a lot of kenyans um you find that they are buying all these things to be seen they are they are buying cars to be seen they are buying uh, attire to be seen they are buying expensive phones and all these things but they are in debt i remember i worked in a company uh, one time where Uh, people who take out a loan 60 70,000 to buy a phone just to look cool right what repeat that point someone would take uh, out a loan a very expensive loan 80,000 just to buy a phone when was that uh back in campus and uh, i don't to mm. revealing too much but my point is um when you look at when you look at um when you look at uh how you're spending money That's what I'm saying it has to be informed by your level of income and spending within your income level for you to be seen as being a wise spender. And and that's my point as long as I am spending as long as someone is spending within their income mm-hmm. and they have enough money left out for saving, they have enough money left out for a rainy day. 
the rest is I do, I do not see an issue playing around with it. Mm. And and once you uh, and especially now uh, having enough money for benevolence and helping out uh, people who might be in need. Okay. So I'm getting that you you're talking about planning you have a sense of planning yeah that you like to plan how you spend your money yeah um, so that means you have a budget mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. and you are talking about uh, the idea of middle class and you know the way guys yeah yeah, yeah money. money you see uh, Charles let me guys let me tell you before even Charles continue sorry Charles was saying that um all these people who are we really uh, having that yes, conversation uh, no 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 <laughs> let, let, let me just let, let me just put it out there Charles was, was suggesting that uh, and please please and press it please press it accurately precisely because because you see I did agree before let's yes. let's have this disclaimer yeah. I could be wrong it's just an observation yes, 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 yes. statistics yes and it's not 100% correct it's yes. for the most part what I've observed yes so Charles was of the opinion that um people who come from shags people who grew up <laughs> in up country in the, in the village you know where the maids come from uh, these people are the people who are coming here to uh buy waikikis and all these expensive and going to a bangome and buying expensive cars for sure and and i couldn't help but kind of agree with him a bit uh, because when i look at um when i when i look at some of my friends um we kind of fall in that category and one of the reasons in that regard in that specific regard that um so you was you was of the opinion that people who are from Nairobi who grew up in Nairobi with these things around them they don't see the allure or the the glory of buying some expensive things um in that regard i kind of agree with him but also now when you look at on the flip side of it um I would be of the opinion that these people are coming from shags uh that you're seeing from shags first of all they are the majority of the workforce because Nairobi is 4 million people let me let me finish Nairobi is 4 million Kenyans and Kenya is made up of 40 50 million Kenyans so definitely the people who are going who are going to come to Nairobi um in the universities are going to be more than people in Nairobi that's the first point do you are we all in agreement so my point is Nairobi is made up of is it 6 million people? Four million. Let's say Nairobi, Nairobi because I remember uh, uh the rest of the country is a factor of around 10 of what lives in Nairobi. So if it's around 4 million, the rest of the country is around 40 million. So going by that ratio uh and and uh definitely uh looking at the numbers major, a majority of the workforce in Nairobi will be people from up country people who studied in those up country and grew up in those up country will let alone come to Nairobi to work going just by the ratios 4 million against 40 right so that's the first point and definitely then these are the people Charles who be able to um who will be able to get money and these are people who are motivated by these are people who are motivated by a desire to live a better life than they lived right mm. and you can agree with me that they work very hard yeah. okay yeah. so my, my point is i would look at it in two ways we do not necessarily have to say that the people who are um spending this money in these places are necessarily wasting money but there are those who are wasting money which i i tend to to think it's majority of the of 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 uh, the middle class because 
there's a data that we were reading earlier on that was saying that uh, how many uh, how many what's the percentage of Kenyans who live who get above 100,000 for example so um i think it's a yes yeah yes 70 exactly 73% of the nairobi workforce 74% of employed yes. kenyans salaried yes. kenyans mm-hmm. um and 50,000 and below exactly now this person angalia rent yake reductor is realizes quite a little money left to play especially if you're working within nairobi mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. no no i'm, I'm just saying but in Nairobi i'm just saying yes i agree with you but you know in Nairobi that's not necessarily the case and that's what the first point and the second point um um i would say is that um i saw so another data that was from central bank the percentage of kenyans who have savings of above 100000 is also this is 5% of the workforce mm. like a very small portion of kenyans have savings above 100000 in their banks Mm. And, and and you see kina waikiki thriving you see kina bangome and all these fancy fancy places thriving you, you can't help but hope that people who are going here are not the people who are living on loans to look cool and look um successful yeah. Yeah. this is relatively this is this is an article from standard um we can maybe share a link on it this is relatively expensive for the middle class indiv- individual f- informal wage employment who who's take home on average on a nom- nominal salary between 76000 to 102000 according to the latest report because so they are saying that the, in Kenya the middle class is uh, someone who's getting 76000 to 102000 the ies report um middle class informal sector Kenya found that there are about 272,000 middle class wage employees in Kenya with another 74,300 wages uh employee taking home more than the middle class a whopping 2.13 uh, million employees take home less than 49,000 the world bank puts the middle class individuals or household daily income between $10 to $50. So if if um you are getting around 1000 to 5000 in Kenya uh per day then you fall in this category. So now yes, in Kenya. You see it has to mid class has to be contextual. Uh you, you cannot put a black and figure a global black and figure uh so that so people earning between 20000 27000 to 140000 uh Uh, in Kenya so and you see um this these are very it's a very very nice link so that, exactly and that's what i'm saying you, you couple that you couple that report with the fact that um the fact that uh what's the percentage of Kenyans who get more than 100,000 Um, yes, only only 2.9% of salaried Kenyans. Yes, only around 3% of salaried Kenyans are getting more than 100,000. You realize that um many Kenyans are living above their means. Many people in Nairobi are living above their means. And that's why I think there are two categories. The people are living above their means to look cool, which is very many of them clearly as the data shows here. And secondly, there is another group of people who are living within their means 
being able to buy these things, being able to do all these things, and within their means. Another thing, the living within your means. Um, are we talk? We are talking about guys who are salaried. Yes. So, in Kenya, are you really living within your means? If, if let's say you lose your job tomorrow, you can lose. Yeah. I, I I was see, I was I was watching something by Centonomy and they were saying I think uh you should always ensure that you have at, at least six months and something that a friend of mine was telling me that that's how you survive. At you have at least six months worth of your monthly expenditures, recurrent expenditures, not this urban nonsense for six months. Yes, for six months you should have savings worth that. So if you if you're able to reach that um i think you'll be on the clear so because even if you lose uh, your job i think six months is enough time to play around with and you see now again Luvinzu, to go back to your point where you're saying that um you're saying that uh this as you're putting the cost and uh, these people shifting according to your income this is what the discussion is about are kenyans um, living yeah, above Kenyan. their means, young Kenyans living above their means to fit in, and and you see this is this is this is a big 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 problem um, because and as I said, costs that you allow yourself to incur, not costs that just come, but costs that you are allowing yourself to incur. Because yes, I have an, I have an option. Once my salary has been bumped to two hundred or three hundred, I have the option of of upgrading. And, and 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 that is a human way of thinking and and i, I was reading uh, this book called sapiens and he was saying that is basically how uh, human beings uh you know evolved because once he, he was explaining that once your income goes up it does not usually translate to an increase uh, an increase in in your happiness because um you so you'll get to hundred thousand today uh, you're getting 100 you have the sudden uh, excitement and you'll be like hmm yes now i have all this money i can afford to live in in west so you move to westlands your cost goes up your places that you usually go get your vegetables also the prices so your cost goes up and you realize so you realize that your happiness necessarily doesn't grow but his point was if you can be able to if you can be able to increase your salary and somehow Figure, which is very humanly hard, but somehow figure out how to maintain your your levels of costs. You, you're able to enjoy more, um, uh, I would say, things. And to be quite frank with you, uh, pr- from a personal point of view, um, personally, uh, when I moved jobs to the to my new current role, um, definitely there was an increase. Definitely there was an increase in my salary, but I didn't. My cost didn't change. Like I, I live within the house. I, I uh, in, in the house I used to live with. I live within the arrangement I used to live with. I live. Uh, the costs are similar, right? So, and to be quite frank with you, I've realized that gives me a, a bit more room to play. That gives me a, a, a bit room more to play with, uh, being able to support people that uh, more give people more support, maybe at home and all that. So. I'm just saying that you have to look at it from the point of view of income and the costs that you are allowing yourself to incur. We've talked about mostly how you spend your money having, let's say, things things you just like having, like clothes and all that, to look good. 
So what about investing and all that? What do you do? Yeah, so I think this conversation is quickly shaping out to be what is why spending. Um, so we are talking about how we are spending it ourselves on ourselves. Also talking about how we are able to help other people because you mentioned that with, with this new change you still living in the same conditions you used to, but you have more flexibility maybe to help a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially d- d- during this COVID, I hope you're not asking for that money back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have to pay me back my money. Anyway. You have to, yes, <laughs> Charles. I'm looking at you, must. <laughs> anyway. I know where you sleep. So, yeah. so, so yeah. So things like that. We're also talking about what Kabingu just asked: investments, uh, which also has uh, some. It's not the same as savings, but it's basically looking into the future. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen in the future? Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of um, safety net you would like to have? So, what is your opinion on? Um, yeah, I think I, I I agree with everything that you have said, um, especially on being able to save for the future. Having it could be five months, six months, ten months depends on how much you can have. Like if you if you think about the COVID nineteen, nobody saw it coming. Yeah. Uh, nobody expects a pandemic to happen. Might not be a pandemic next time. Might be something just like being laid off or, or Kim Jong Un deciding, you know, uh, what? Mm. Kim Jong Un deciding. <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 me, let me throw this in Africa. Let's, let's test Africa. Let's test this in Africa. Yeah, so, uh-huh. yeah. So things like that, and you want to be, you want to be in a situation where you can help yourself, your family, um, and the people around you. So it's it, it's it's good if you can be able to save to that extent. It's good also if you can be able to invest in some meaningful um, ways. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I can talk so much about investments. I don't think I'm the, the like the genius in investments. And 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 to be quite frank with you, uh, my opinion on investments is always that um, we shouldn't always put pressure on people to have investments. Why so? Uh, because um, this is just my personal opinion. Um, Investment in the in in the form of um, of of say having a business and, and all that mm-hmm. because not every person is a businessman but of course you can put your money into uh, circles where they get uh, zinazana or you mm-hmm. can put your money into some trusts that are able to invest for you but my my opinion would be that um, if you're in um, savings in one form or shape or the other is a form of investment in your future and um well if you if you are able to to invest my and that's just, just my personal opinion personally i am an investment mind and i'll definitely put in investments at some point and i'm some of it on the way but i'm just saying that again i don't it's something i've learned not to um put people to put pressure on people to have to have uh, businesses or things that um, they are not necessary that necessarily fall within their purview. I was watching Bill Barr saying that uh, Steve Jobs was not a genius. Mm. Uh, Steve Jobs just went and told some faceless, nameless engineers at Google, "I want this thousand songs in this device. Make it happen." <laughs> that's, anyway, that's being anyway. a genius. No, no, no. That's being a boss, Charles. No, mm. as in it, the boss has the future, has the vision. No, no, no. The entrepreneur. You see, vision. my point that's is, genius. that's a guy. <laughs> that's <laughs> a genius. That's a. That's a dude. You see, I respectively, I respectively disagree. Uh, no, if, no, 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 no. Let me make my point, Charles. Let me make my point. Yeah. Um, what this guy did, just, just, just for your information, 
Charles, I consider I, people like like if you want to discuss tech people and you know leave Steve Jobs and Elon Musk out of this. Listen, well, that that is good. Because I you. think those guys are geniuses. No, 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 no. Charles, Charles, Charles. Yes, okay, genius in a in a loose sense. That definition is in a loose sense. I think Elon Musk. Cool. I would Elon. El, I think the level of respect I have for Elon Musk. I think is although we had, yes, although that, we digress. Are we talking about those although we digress? Yeah. So um. My point is um just to make it clear Steve Jobs may not be a, <laughs> Steve Jobs we may not use the word genius the ancient kind of genius but he was a brilliant mind but anyway let's go on He's not as more brilliant than you and me Charles he just had a lot of he just had a lot of resources have, we digress Do you have a do we digress we digress we digress on Apple company we, we digress uh so my point is um everyone has Mamambogas ya kona Apple company with Apple <laughs> Charles it's not that complicated anyway uh, so um my point is uh when you look at it from the point of view of what happens in these uh, places we have two categories of people people in business development like I and then there are other people who are more into the technical aspects of the business people who are doing network design people who are doing the machine design those are two different aspects of people and i do think there's room for both of them in the workplace and in the world so some people are very good with business and growing and uh, and kuzalisha uh, other people are good with with supporting the growth uh, in the, in the back end and i think there's room for both can i if i can add to what kevin asked uh, about investments mm-hmm. i've realized there there is a there is a gap in the, the knowledge people have in investments mm-hmm. so what so people might be having money and they don't know where to invest in mm-hmm. uh, what you just said about you not giving people pressure to invest mm-hmm. it's a good thing mm-hmm. um however i don't think people should not be given that pressure okay. i think if it's possible mm-hmm. you know the the essence of youth is the energy mm-hmm. and the ability to do so many things mm-hmm. why not invest there's a time that's going to come mm-hmm. we won't be able to do all these things okay. so it's your choice to invest or not mm-hmm. but why would you not if you are able to so the the thing is people don't know the opportunities to invest mm-hmm. there's everything that centonomy teaches mm-hmm. you can get mentors to teach you or to tell you about good investment opportunities mm-hmm. um yeah and even i think even the bible talks about how people build wealth build build wealth mm-hmm. slowly by slowly so you don't need to have a lot of money you can start by buying maybe it's with what whether it's small pieces of land or shares somewhere or mm-hmm. things like that okay. the, the the thing about saving is a lot of these saving plans will not it's just you keeping money you know it's 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 in a sense it's like the way you won't keep money for yourself because you might spend it so you give it someone to save it for you and then you come back for it and the interest rate is whatever they tell you so when you think about it that way it's good to have savings but you'd rather have that savings work for you okay. um and in a sense at the, at the end of the day um have a, a constant flow of income mm-hmm. for example from another place besides your job mm-hmm. um i think that's that's a maybe i was one who was taught mm-hmm. thinking that way when i was growing up but i think it's it's something that should be encouraged should be good mm-hmm. not just for yourself but even for the sake of maybe creating the economy mm-hmm. um and in, in a sense i also think everyone has an entrepreneurial uh thing in them born yeah you don't have to be the like the you don't have to be a Warren Buffett but you can handle money as long as you can transact money and know that if i get 10 shillings i can use 
three shillings for this, two shillings for this. I can keep this for the future, mm-hmm. and in the future, I use this money to this. You don't have to have very big plants. Mm-hmm. You can have small, small plants mm-hmm. that will actually lead up to something that is huge. Mm-hmm. And then there's the aspect of patience, because young people might want money to come quickly. Money doesn't always come quickly. Some people, we were in college, in the same college, and we know some of us went to very big jobs, started getting a lot of money. Some of us started from the bottom, till at the bottom, and <laughs> you know, but started yeah. from the bottom, we're still here. <laughs> so you see, the, but but you see the the thing again, the thing with youth is time and energy, and and that you can build yourself. So sometimes it doesn't even matter how much you get. Does it? It, it all depends. Sometimes it depends on, on your you, desire and your drive, and your and, mm-hmm. and, and okay. your drive. Um, yeah, and also the fact that. Uh, you trust God that he'll give you the wisdom to mm. use your money wisely which as I conclude uh, speaking of spending money wisely I would like to also talk about how you know when you spend your money and when you <laughs> invest your money you don't live for yourself alone I'm not saying you you, you live for yourself nobody in this room has <laughs> but the aspect that you know when you when you work hard you work hard for your own because whoever does not work should not eat mm. right everyone work was meant for people to do and work is dignified in in the returns that you get and you being able to sustain yourself the people your families and all that but even taking care of other people like during these times of corona and and you see Charles, um i'm not of course i'm in that, agreement that was just a, a, a okay parting shot yeah okay and i agree with you and i agree with you that um as, as also as i conclude that um i i am a strong believer in the fact that it is pointless to have money just for yourself. I, I, I am a strong believer in the fact that um, if you say you care for people, if you say that you love people, um, the point of having resources when they don't is that you are able to support them, you're supposed to help out uh, when, you know, you're required to. And 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 I'm a strong believer in giving, so um, in that regard, definitely I agree with you, and it's some of, of, of course something I would encourage and would encourage our listeners to forgive the schlabbing. You're I'm, from Meru, right? I'm from Meru. <laughs> I'm even surprised my English is so good, or at all. So I'm, I have English, but my point is, um, I would encourage our listeners to to give, to support, to uh, you know help out because people are really really suffering in the country and people are really suffering around us and once God gives you an opportunity to share you should be able to take it up and um, you know share uh, so thank you so much for your time thank you for listening in we hope to have we hope we earned the value of your time I saw I had I saw that somewhere in a movie <laughs> I hope so too I hope Mureti will be more thoughtful Mm-hmm. Uh, don't feel bad when you spend your money. Okay. If you can buy me a shoe or something. Oh, whatever, Charles. Take, take me out for coffee. I'm not your mother or your father. Talk to your parents. You know. <laughs> uh, anyway, it was good having this discussion. It's the first one. You're mm-hmm. definitely having more like this. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so yeah. yeah. So thank you so much, and definitely you'd want your opinions on what you've learned or what value you've had or something that we can change to make the podcast better. Thank you so much. See you next time. Bye.